Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. Great to have your company today. Today we're kicking around the difference between first tier and second tier media and how to make your story first tier media worthy. Caroline Fleming joins us right now, star journo out of New Zealand. Caro, it's an interesting subject, isn't it? A lot of our clients want the big AFR hit, they want the big project hit, but it takes a little bit of work and there are a lot of elements that make a story first tier worthy. Absolutely. I think You know, a lot of the early stages with our clients is the education piece. So everyone comes in, they they want to be in the AFR, they want to be in the project, they want to be seen on Sunrise, but it is not as simple as people probably think. Well, I guess it can be simple if you've got all the elements, and I guess if I was to shout a few out, so you want something that's picture-friendly for television, you want something relevant to the now news cycle, you actually want something that is news, that is new. Take us into some of the examples that you're working with day-to-day with journos in the trenches. Totally. So we recently had an incredible one land with the Ted Noss Foundation. So the Ted Noss Foundation is really well known in New South Wales, but also all across Australia. Now, that was a full-fledged together piece. You know, it wasn't just taking an idea to them. It was taking really strong case studies so people with lived experience of the issues that the Ted Noss Foundation aims to uh, solve, which is essentially uh, youth crime and youth justice. So we pulled together throughout six weeks, so it wasn't just a quick turnaround, a incredible, I think it was an almost an eight minute clip on the project, talking to people who the Ted Noss Foundation had helped and impacted. So these people, you know, young people that had come from really tough times or tough backgrounds and you know, come out the other end and their lives have been changed by the Ted Noss Foundation. But that came with a really strong newsy hook, these incredible case studies and, and great visuals, again, as, as you mentioned. It's all about what they can film. So they had dance crews, they had, you know, the amazing graffitied walls and these incredible people to, to interview in an amazing place and it, it all came together. And what was the newsy hook? So it was about their street university and they'd recently had a report done that showed the street university that anyone could go to was changing the lives of people and, you know, taking down youth crime rates and all these things. We could take them this incredible report that had been done, but also, you know, again, this beautiful visual sort of piece for them to see what was happening. Fantastic. And and what a great name, Street University. Yeah. School of Hard Knocks. (laughs) Absolutely love it. I think they've soundbited that beautifully. But if that was just a report sitting on the shelf with some academics, you know, that you can visualise this huge thesis, a couple hundred pages, it's going nowhere, right? But if you bring that to life with people with lived experience, tell me about some of the younger people that came into the story that brought it to life. We had um, one guy and he had come from, you know, a background, again, really tough, a really rough start to life. And he had actually just stumbled upon the street university. He wasn't referred, he wasn't anything, he just found it. And he walked in, they welcomed him with open arms and he could tell that story about how it changed his life. He walked into this place and it was, you know, his, his respite, it was the place to go in and Yeah, it was amazing. He could harness his musical ability, his dance, and now he's actually helping other children within this organisation, or teens, to, I guess, find their purpose or find their uh, passion, I guess. So if it's you just as a CEO or you, the author of some big report, not enough. Lived experience. So examples of people going through the point that you're trying to make, wow, now you're onto media gold. Now that, I would say, is one of the most important things to get first-tier press, and that's why you're so successful, Carol. That's why you got that one up in the project, right? And you said, hey, oh, six weeks, it wasn't a fast turnaround. Turn it up. That was an incredibly fast turnaround. That was great. But, you know, people don't get how media works. So you got to educate them, you got to show them the way, find the case studies, 
find the great news hook and away you went six weeks and you're on the project now so just explain to me though what's that organization trying to achieve essentially the goal of youth crime numbers being right down so setting people on the right path in life i guess i mean i was actually a court reporter for a long time and you see it if people you know come they start offending from a young age it just continues and, and i mean they, they're role models to other people, they have role models above them and it becomes a bit of a cycle. So the Ted Noss Foundation is essentially trying to achieve a better justice system that takes different approaches to handling youth crime, but also, you know, taking the numbers right down, which I mean, the report that, you know, could have been sitting on a shelf collecting dust if they hadn't brought it to life, you know, they put it out into the media and, and showed that what they're doing is changing lives, which is essentially every organisation is, is making a difference somewhere. And just ways of exemplifying it and bringing it to life. <laughs> so more people know about the street university, more people go to the street university. This organisation gets some publicity, they get the attention of the right decision makers, philanthropists, MPs. This is PR, isn't it? It snowballs, it build, builds momentum. Now, we're not suggesting for a second that that one first tier hit is going to change your life and all your work is done. It's not the case at all. You'll need sustained hits over some time. But we do see Caro organisations dramatically change over 12 months of this sort of media. Absolutely. I mean, even if we think about the Ted Noffs Foundation, it's not just that one-off hit. We're already in discussions again with 7.30 to harness the same report but different statistics. There's so many different ways that you can, you know, utilise your stories and take them to so many different places with an essentially goal right at the middle of it to achieve. So, yeah. I tell you what, an incredible one, and, for, and forgive me all listeners, like I'm in this amazing company, you've got great people like Caro that do all the hard work, and I don't want to take any credit for it. You are doing all the hard work with your team. What's the client that we help get a new $2 million building for? Take, take me through that one. <laughs> Palliative Care South East. So we work with the incredible Kelly Rogerson. She's the CEO down there. Beautiful woman, just incredible. So basically, palliative care off the back of COVID has seen rapid demand increase. And again, they were able to provide us with some incredible stats and beautiful case studies of people to one, show the demand. I think it was like a 120% increase. I might have made that up, but I think that's right. <laughs> uh, you know. It's PR. We can make things up. <laughs> Uh, well, that was a massive demand increase over COVID with the restriction on services. And then these are case studies of people whose family member benefited from palliative care and, and why it's so important that we have palliative care. But basically, they came to us with this key goal of we need $2 million to fund a new building. Let's do it. That's our core goal. So we create a massive story plan. We've got them on The Australian, we've got them on the ABC. They appeared on the project as well. Essentially, with that core message, but different ways of just saying demand's increasing, we're calling out for money, we need help, showing different lives that the palliative care southeast had, had impacted and helped. And there you go. I think last week they got the commitment. So it's incredible. It's still it? happening. I remember when they came aboard, and we can promise to do our best and work really hard, but we can't promise that the government's going to give you two mil. It's amazing that we've manifested that. We've been part of that journey. I'm talking for responsibility, but we've been part of that journey. Like, yeah, so proud. Make enough noise, you know, really. If they can work with us and, and give us all the exactly those first tier elements we need, mm. we're all laughing. We can go hard. Let's wrap quickly. First tier media, I think you get it now. People with lived experience, we call it case studies. They back up the point you're trying to make, makes it newsworthy. Away you go. It's very exciting. Second tier is a different story. It's probably a whole other podcast. 
But just to summarize that quickly, we're really taking second tier stories into smaller niche audiences. Absolutely. And, and you don't need as many elements. You know, you can essentially just be that sort of industry leader with a really strong idea, some good examples, a bit of backing there. But I think with industry, it's often a case of being one of the first. So you have an innovative idea or you're pitching some sort of issue within an industry, you know, that's where you'll be able to prick up the ears mm. of uh, tier two media. So tier two media, to give you an example, like I go to HR. So HR is an enormous field and it's, it's very topical now with the post COVID, during COVID. So staff shortages, let's say. So you're in a particular industry. So Drake International comes to mind. So a huge international HR client of ours. They do a lot of tier two press, don't they? Because it helps them sell their services. Totally. We're actually currently working on one with them now that actually appeared on the AFR, but we're moving now to tier two around the cost of turnover. So they want to go to HR. HR publications because they want to be reaching those employers. Same thing again, we're working with Vision Australia around a campaign about getting in the ears and eyes of uh, employers around discriminating people who are blind or low vision in the employment process. And they want second tier. They want to get in the eyes of those employers. So for some people, it's not by any, I mean, for everyone, it's not by any means lesser. It's just whoever you're trying to reach. Yeah, exactly. So so there you go, guys. There's a bit of a wrap. First tier, second tier media. There's a lot to consider, but it's quite simple, right? So you take your bigger yarns to the national press, they get a big run. But the smaller yarns can be great in smaller publications if it puts you right in front of the decision makers you're trying to reach. So it's really targeted media. Caroline Fleming, officially now podcast superstar. That was really good. Thank you so much for your company and see you next time. Thanks, Tony. <laughs>